0: Hey, Linda Phils here. Welcome to my show where I will be sharing with you the strangest secrets to spiritual and professional success and productivity. So let's get started.
1: Okay so now I want to move into another segment of this interview. The title is dealing with difficult situations within the marketplace. So the first question I want to ask you is how can we share the gospel with our coworkers when hindered by workplace laws or policies that restrict or prohibit discussing religion? That's a great
0: question. The best way you can share the gospel is to live it. Mm. I think, again, as Christians in the marketplace, we've gotten an extreme idea that the only way to share the gospel is to Open the Bible, stand on the table in the cafeteria and preach every <laughs> month, or something like that. Yeah. And the truth is, I've known of believers who think their job is to go from office to office and share the four spiritual laws, and yeah. they're actually stealing from their employer. They're there to work, they've been hired to work, yeah. and they've got this contorted idea that they're there to misuse that time mm-hmm. in the guise. Of witnessing and it's a very poor witness. And I think it's why so many believers struggle with this because we've watched people do it wrong and then we've shied away from it altogether. And then of course the questions of what's right. But I'll tell you what, it's always right to just live your faith with love. And there are plenty of ways to find a context to share the gospel after hours or on a coffee break or at lunch yeah. without having to take on a big legal battle. You know, so I think we've made it way harder than it was ever
1: supposed to be. Mm-hmm. That's good. Can you think of any creative examples? You kind of hit on like getting coffee afterwards or, you know, any yeah, that's always good. And just
0: being, doing real life together. Yeah. You know, if you're building a relationship at work, the first thing that you're going to do after hours is probably not open your Bible and take somebody to a church service. It's probably going to be that you have noticed something in your friend's life that you're building a relationship with. Maybe you are going to go to lunch with them or to a computer seminar or to something you're both interested in. But you're going to do life together, not just rush to the close. Yeah. It's like, what does this person need? Are they sick? Can you take them a meal? I've had times where I've had people that I employed who were not showing up for work and later found out there were extreme uh, marital problems. I went to visit them in their home. I did take them food, and I did build that relationship. So really, I think the deal is really love people, really see them, and what their needs are, be interested genuinely in their lives. The other opportunities then will very naturally present
1: themselves. Mm-hmm. That's good. How can we be good marketplace witnesses when we work for a company that goes against our morality? I think
0: it would depend somewhat on the example, maybe. When you work for a company, let me back up a little bit. Some companies have outright Christian guidelines, like Hobby Lobby and David Green, or like Chick-fil-A and Jim and Kathy. In these situations, you know from the ownership down that there's an openness to living your faith more expressively. Sometimes we're in a company where there's not much said either way. And then sometimes you may watch leaders in your company do things that are counter to your beliefs as a Christian. And so I think every Christian has to find out for themselves if they're in alignment in the right place, in the right job. You know, in the scripture, we have many examples of Joseph being in Potiphar's house and of Nehemiah being the cupbearer to the king, of Daniel being where he was. None of these guys had Christian companies to work for, okay? (laughs) And so I think that the very first thing is for each individual to to ask God, why am I here? Am I in the right place? Because there may be many times you're called to serve in something that uh, is a company where your friends might say, why are you even working there? But you know your very presence is having an impact on your boss and your teammates. And so you have to know that personally. I find, standing lots of people on a cookie-cutter answer to these kinds of questions, and it's not cookie-cutter because God is personal, and God uh, has a calling on each and every individual life, and I believe for all of us, our foremost invitation is to know what that calling is and then to walk it out, Mm -hmm. and it won't, you know... The, the journeys won't be identical because we're all different and have different assignments. So I'm not trying to dance around your question a <laughs> question, but I think the individual has to first of all decide, am I supposed to be in this company? And if so, what is my role? And oftentimes it could be to just show up for work every day yeah. and pray for your boss and pray for the company. Yeah. Prayer changes
1: everything, as, as we <laughs> saw with Daniel and right. his three praying friends. Right. Wow. I really appreciate your biblical references. These are really helpful. Thank you for sharing. So I actually have some follow-up questions along that same. Okay. So, how would you counsel a believer who is offered an attractive position at a company with open anti-Christian agenda?
0: As the mission of the company.
1: Um, not a mission, but just it's just known that they have like. Yeah that anti-christian yeah
0: i i would say there again kind of almost ditto on that last answer like are you called to be there
1: okay
0: i mean there are i'm going to go to a little different example but it's a very relevant one right now there's a movie i call unplanned and this is a, a very interesting story we actually know of this young woman that the movie is about and her husband was in the same school as our family was involved in back in the day. So we're very interested in it from a personal standpoint. But having seen the movie and having known the story, what happened here is this young woman worked for Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. And when she went in to do this job, she had an understanding that she would be lessening the number of abortions. Mm-hmm. And of course over time found out that their goal was to increase the number of abortions. And in the movie, the way it's portrayed so beautifully, there came a day Where God revealed to her what was really going on and it changed everything for her. Now, when in her case, she could no longer stay, right? This was a belief and a business all aimed the opposite direction of what her Christian faith was telling her, right, in her heart. So she crossed the picket line, you might say, Mm -hmm. you know, and went to work for a life initiative. Mm -hmm. And in the movie, the way this is portrayed, Uh, You know, then she's the one outside at the gate talking to girls who come in to try to intervene with a message of life. Well, she obviously had a very clear crisis of faith. There was a dividing point where she could no longer. After she got the revelation from God of exactly what was happening, she could no longer stay. So she had to part ways with the company and move to where her convictions led her. So that's a very dramatic example, but I think the same thing's true for everyone. You have to know what God's calling you to do and where and for what reason. Yeah. It's a very personal conviction. Yeah. And I think, too, that kind of putting this issue on the table, that we should make sure we don't judge other people for where they work and what they do, because we don't know what their assignment might be you know, as a Daniel or a Joseph or a Nehemiah for such a time as this. Do you think there's ever a time where we
1: should risk our careers for the sake of the gospel?
0: I think so. I think we're not at that place so much in our society today, but I think that day will come.
1: We hope you're loving The Linda Field Show and that these ideas are helping you succeed day by day. We know you're busy and don't always get the resources you need to grow in your development as a spiritual professional. That's why Linda has created True Tribe, a community of learning for men and women who are ready to experience God-made success. You can access helpful classes and put your learning to work by getting started today for just $1. Come on over to truetribe.org join and get what's waiting for you inside True Tribe. See you over at truetribe.org slash join.